It is a pleasure to be introducing our Board Year 4 Program Business of the Year, Found Space. Alex Tyson, the uh, the, the phenomenal leader of, of the business, and, and welcome, Alex. So good to, uh, to have you here. I'm so looking forward to our conversation uh, here today. Man, me too. I'm ready. Thanks for having me on. It's an absolute pleasure. You know, for four years or so, and, and it's a little bit more than that as it relates to our relationship at Business Benchmark Group and the business, um, there was a prior generation that we were working with. And uh, since you have absolutely uh, led and, and taken on the uh, the legacy piece um, of the initial business, um, it's been amazing to watch the journey you know, in the year that's just um, completed and, and why it is that you, you, you are nominated and ultimately win the uh, board year four program business of the year at Business Benchmark Group, well, it's on the back of your income grew by 44%. You know, we're nudging that $10 million and beyond mark. Your gross profit had a 41% increase in volume in the same uh, in the same period and your net operating profit, which is ultimately where the juice is worth the squeeze, you had an increasing volume of 28%. Now, those three points of reference, plus the team size and the reshaping, the human capital investment that goes on, your leadership, and ultimately leadership in recent times from a, a place way, 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 way in the distance of where you were in Victoria and Melbourne because the business is still run out of Melbourne. You're now living in a place a long way away from that, and I'll let you talk about that. And also launching New Zealand in um, in 2022, just phenomenal points of reference as to why not only were you nominated, but you absolutely uh, were the deserving winner of our, our board year four program business of the year. Alex Tyson, Found Space. As I share all that, Alex, what, what, what comes to mind for you? How, how do you reflect on what I just shared in introducing you and the business to this uh, to this amazing conversation we're just about to have? <laughs> um, yeah, they're amazing points of reference. You know, it's been it's been a, a year of of highlights, especially from the outside looking in. You look at what we've done and and you say, well, you know, uh, we certainly did a lot of things right this year. Uh, however, it's also worth acknowledging, you know, us business owners, uh, we're, we're so close to it all the time. And um, there's a lot of challenges that came with getting us to this point, you know, uh, from the outside looking in, you think, wow, these guys are just killing it. I, I, I can guarantee you there was 10 losses for every one of those wins, you know, <laughs> uh, it's been a mission. Um, but yeah, for overview, it's been it's been a really good couple of years. Yeah, and, and it definitely, you know, it's definitely been years in a row. I mean, this result that I just um, referenced in terms of percentages and, and outcomes is, you know, they, they do say it takes many years to be an overnight success. But you're that year on year on year over the last four to five years of just continuously chipping away. And these and these results this year, in fairness, um, are a reflection of, you know, the continuum, the trend over so many years and not just limited to uh, the year referred to as 2022. So a phenomenal level of consistency, a phenomenal level of considered risk-taking and, as you just eloquently uh, shared, learnings. How long have you been a part of the Business Benchmark Group community? Uh, well, four or four and a bit years, I think now, but it's really the, the journey with business benchmark group started many years ago you know i took over this business in 2017 and prior to that it was 
me old man and, and my mum running the show and they worked with you guys I don't know how many years ago it was but it was it was quite a few years ago and fortuitously when I took over the business a few months later I ran into you <laughs> at an event and and started working with you one-on-one and um yeah so I think it's been yeah four four or five years now yeah yeah excellent Alex and, and again your uh I will say your leadership style and your uh, commitment to to being better, doing better, and having better is uh, profound and way 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 beyond the years as it relates to uh, your years in life. So, how did you find out about Business Benchmark Group, and why did you decide to join the program? Other than us, than us having that 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 chance meeting, and obviously there's a lot of trust that comes in a chance meeting, particularly if. You know, mum and dad were uh, clients of ours many, many years. That, that was about 11, 12 years ago, mate, when that, that was the case. Um, so Business Benchmark Group, why is it in your tenure as an owner and a leader you decided to, um, okay, let, let, let's let's have a go here. Let's dip our toes in the water in this new version of um, found space. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, at the time, I'd been doing some work with uh, some other kind of I guess, businesses that help work on your business. And it was very much about the brand. It was very much about the vision and, you know, the framework to get there sometimes, which can be a bit mystical and magical and it all sounds great. Uh, but no, that, that work was really good. Um, however, what I was lacking was a, like a day-to-day understanding of like having a vision is great, but you got to actually run a profitable business to get there. And that's what I was lacking. I didn't have that understanding. I mean, if we've been working together for five years, you know, I would have been 24 when we started working together. And I was very aware that as a 24-year-old, I didn't really know what it took to run a business, you know. And so I was aware that I kind of needed that. We met fortuitously and, yeah, very quickly realized that working with you guys would be the right move. Uh, I, I talk about it with other people as like, working with you has helped me with the nuts and bolts of business, right? <laughs> Understanding the basic numbers, uh, how they influence GP, net profit, OPEX, these kind of things. Understanding our lead flow and, and, and the numbers that we can generate based on that, you know, and the flow on effect, which result in, in, in cash flow and profit flow, these kind of things. So I didn't have that understanding. I needed it. And I saw that you guys could help me learn that. Uh, and I most definitely have, you know, I have a very different take and approach to business. I ask business owners, I meet very different questions now uh, than what I would have a few years ago. Yeah, mate, brilliant. It's been an awesome, um, awesome journey to uh, to witness and watch. And, and as you know, it's not unique here at Business Benchmark Group, what you've just described, but it's been awesome watching your your specific journey and um and no two ways about it, you know, where you're going is 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 going to be continuously upwards and onwards and and um you're you're gonna be ready for every everything that turns up as a crossroad for you. And I'm so proud of you uh putting yourself in the best position to be uh always at the front end of how you deal with things. But let let's start with your professional life, right? So how has being a part of the business benchmark group and also just being the leader that you have chosen to be made a difference to your business? Mm. Made a difference to the business. I mean, it ultimately it kind of gives me confidence really that the decisions that we are making and I'm making are, are what's best. It's not just because I woke up one morning and had an idea and because I got team, I can implement it. No, it's 
it's understanding the risk. You know, one thing I talk about regularly with people is like, what's the second and third order consequence of this decision? What don't I know about this decision that I probably need to know before I make the decision? You know, so use the analogy of chess, it's just understanding the, the consequences of the moves that you make and um, and seeing the, the moves three or four steps ahead. Um, that's, I guess, what's really kind of come out of working with you guys. It, it, it gives me the confidence to, to do that uh, and to just make sure we're going in the right direction and, and also have a sense check every now and then, you know, I'll, I'll talk to you guys and I'm kind of thinking this, you know, can you just pull that apart and give me another perspective on that? That's also uh, been really helpful. And Alice, if you think about it and, 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 and sort of reflect on the early, in the, in the early days when we um, you know, commenced putting the foundational pieces, you know, the, the non-negotiable pieces in place so that you are in a position, you know, three, four, five years on to be truly at the front end of, okay, what can I see and what don't I know? If you sort of took a moment to reflect on those early stages of just putting the foundational pieces in place. Um, you know, to to create the, the the nuts and bolts, as you call it, of the business, so that you are in truly driving forward mode, versus I'm constantly, you know, figuring out which which nut do I need to tighten up right now. Right. If you think about and reflect about the first one two years and where you are now in year four and moving into year five of this, you know, continual elevation as a business owner, what is it that you can recall in the first couple of years that are continuing to be? And we refer to this as the six pillars at uh, Business Benchmark Group and constantly building depth and, 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 and zero assumptions policy as it relates to these. What can you reflect on those early days and where you are now to see the complete contrast of what you needed to work through in foundational to where you are now, which is aspirational? Yeah, I mean, in the early days, I didn't really have that understanding of what those foundations were. And I was just constantly putting out fires not really knowing what fires I was putting out or how the fire started, you know, <laughs> one day it might be a fire in sales. Another day it might be in leads. Another day it might be in operations or delivery. Another day it might be in accounts. And so I was just kind of running around trying to fix these problems. Now I, I, I see it from one or two levels higher, you know, I, I, I can understand, oh, that, that problems come up because of this and it's related to that. You know, seeing like the, the uh, I like to use the analogy of like the problems that come up in your business are like rubbish in a river. You know, if you just keep picking the rubbish out of the river, you, you're going to keep having that problem. But if you go up the river and find the source of the rubbish, then you won't have that problem down the river anymore. And in the early days, I was just picking rubbish out of the river <laughs> constantly. Whereas now I'm like up the river, further up the river, I'm saying, oh, there might be some rubbish coming in here one day. So I might deal with that now. You know, so it's just like a, a higher level approach and understanding. You talk about the levers, it's, it's exactly that, knowing what levers we need to pull to make certain outcomes happen in the business, whether that's around leads or sales or ops or accounting, you know, whatever those kind of I, I, I love that metaphor. Great, great picture there you just painted as it relates to, you know, river river and rubbish and typically it flows in a certain way, right? It, and, and finding the source, because sometimes we're solving the symptom, not so much the problem, exactly. right? Yeah. So I love, I love that as a reference point to, you know, the initial stages, getting those fundamentals in play. You know, your quote register, your work in progress register, your cash flow forecast, 26, 52 weeks out. 
and the ability to go upstream using your metaphor to find, okay, am I dealing with the problem or am I still fireman type dealing with the fire, right? Because, you know, go back to the source and you probably nail five or six problems if you go back to the source. So the ability to back yourself. Cash flow forecasting, if we think about that as a key pillar and default diary, time management, because I, I'm just absolutely in awe with the, what, the way you manage your time and reflective of that personal and, and professional time and, and doing your best work in chunks versus I'm constantly on the beat. So 52-week cash flow forecasting, which is something you've been doing exceptionally well over the last um, year or two as a business that is not you exactly doing it, but you manage it. When, I, when, when you think about 52-week cash flow forecasting and time management, how do you bring those two points as your key pillars together? Hmm. Uh, first of all, the cash flow forecast is in many ways, like if I was to start a new business, uh, that would be one of the first things I did. You know, how many, the way I do it is we generate a lot of our leads online and, and I know how many leads we're generating in a given month. Uh, how many, uh, so, sorry, what our conversion rate is, what our average sale price is, what our average time from sale to delivery is, what percentage of our sales do we take an in initial deposit? What is that initial deposit on average? And then when are we getting the rest paid? And so based on that, I can forecast 52 weeks in advance. I could forecast 104 weeks in advance if I wanted to, um, the, the cash flow for the business uh, based on averages. And that to me is one of the greatest things since sliced bread because from that position of clarity, you can make decisions around when you're going to have a certain amount of cash to be able to make an investment into something. Or if you can, if you, we're, we're quite seasonal and February end of Feb tends to be our lowest point of cash flow for the year. Great. So we can make decisions around that, knowing that now uh, or six months in advance, even 12 months in advance um, to, to, to manage our, our, um, uh, creditors, etc. So, the cash flow forecast is is huge. It, it gives you confidence in in where you're going and and, and how you're going to get there. In terms of the default diary, uh, same kind of thing. You, you know, in business, things come up, things change throughout the day, uh, throughout the hours of the day. Um, and for me, the, the default diary is just something to come back to, uh, to to say, okay, what am I actually working on here? What what are the really important things that I need to be working on instead of getting caught up in the noise of everything else that can happen and we can easily get sucked into whatever's going on on a given day or a given week. The default diary brings you back to what are the things you actually need to be working on and prioritizing. So those two together, it's really just like, it's kind of like a a base point. You know, we know what's happening with cash. I know what I'm spending my time doing. And what I'm spending my time doing is going to result in an improvement in cash flow. Um, yeah, they, they, they're kind of just like uh, reference points, if you will, throughout the days and the weeks as to what's happening in the business and what you're spending your time on. And if you think about resourcing, there's two types of resourcing that is infinite as it relates to what we have access to. And sometimes we put a barrier on, I don't have enough time and I don't have enough money. And there couldn't be anything further than the truth because we have decisions that lead to activities that ultimately lead to infinity as it relates to those two things. Now, being a very young in the making business owner, but a very mature in the making leader of a business that's absolutely going to higher highs, 
in recent in recent weeks, you 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 had won the um, the Melbourne Young Entrepreneur of the Year Award in 2022, which is a phenomenal feat. I mean, you are a winner of something, and you're competing against young guns that are literally building robots that go to Mars and. In Melbourne alone, which is a phenomenal, it's one of the key states in the country, key cities in the country, you end up being the winner of the uh, the Melbourne Young Entrepreneur of the Year Award 2022. And people before you that have won that have gone on to grow global-level businesses. And I expect, literally, for all the right reasons, I expect the same for you in your journey ahead. But when you think about the infinity of time, and many of us think it's scarce, and we think about the infinity of cash and resources and being an owner that's had several years in a row at hitting that million-dollar bottom line level and beyond, years in a row where you've reinvested back into the business and you continue to elevate its presence and its its appeal to a market that's more and more in need of health and, and vitality than ever before. How is it that you accommodated this very, very you know, let's call it stage in your life in leading this business and the pressures that come with this, how is it that you accommodate at a personal and professional level your responsibilities to continue to be at the edge of standard, at the edge of product, service, customer journey? How is it that you absolutely lead a team that has doubled in size and the human capital on the team right now is better than it ever has been before in terms of quality, experience, and cut-through level. How is it that you continue to be at your personal edge for leading and driving this business? (laughs) Um, For me, I actually think it comes, this might get a bit spiritual, Steph, so bear with me here. Mate, I'm good. (laughs) I, I think it comes to listening to that voice that on the inside, call it the soul, the spirit, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I now live on 30 acres uh, in Doonan in the Sunshine Coast in Australia. And I'm in my office right here and I walk outside and I've got five veggie gardens over there. I've got an orchard of fruit trees down there. And sometimes after a, a meeting, I'll just go for a walk through the <laughs> through the bush to defrag. Um, but I had a voice that that was what needed to happen in, in, in my life. And I, I think the only way I can lead a team is through being authentic you know and even now in the business we're making changes and moves um, to allow me to continue to do that and I encourage everyone on the team to do the exact same thing in their own personal lives you know I can only lead by example and so I do my absolute best to to live a life where my health is the top priority and I'm always trying to elevate my physiology as we talk about a lot of found space um, but also create the life where I can live in somewhat harmony. I think the idea of having a perfect balance is maybe fraught with danger because I'm not sure it exists, but you're always kind of toing and froing between one or the other. But uh, I do work hard and very seriously, even though I'm not with my team of 20 every single day. Um, but also at the same time, I'll, I make sure I get up early and, and go for a bike ride or go for a surf or do what I need to do in that space. So when I am at work, I can perform at my best and and be there for the team in, in, in the function that I need to be. So yeah, that's kind of, it's kind of my piece on that. And, and, you know, again, this is, this is, this is your, this is your reference for how you continuously, you know, go to your edge and continue to rediscover and uncover the way forward 
which, you know, if you're not leading, no one's following. You know, you are the barometer of standard that flows through the business. There's no two ways about it. So in your personal life, what, what would um, what would mum and dad say? What would they be saying as it relates to your current journey in 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 business right now? Under your leadership, this business has absolutely transformed. What would mum and dad be saying if they were in this room right now? What would they what did they say to you when you won Business of the Year Award um, at Business Benchmark Group? What did they say as it relates to that? Oh, look, they just said they were really, really proud and and just can't believe where the business is, has gotten to. Um, and that's a real message I've I've gotten a lot recently um, because of because of where we're at, especially those who who know where we were even just a few years ago. And I had to share that with my team actually on on Monday and, and last week as well. You know, a few years ago we were exhibiting our saunas at the Henty fucking field day in the middle of Timbuktu, you know, trying to sell a sauna. And if we sold one, we'd be stoked. You know, last week we sold 28 saunas. We sold 15 yesterday alone we're in a completely different place we're about to open a 250 square meter boutique in melbourne where people can use our saunas our soon-to-be ice baths you know we've got cash going into software and hardware development so soon our saunas and our ice baths will be completely found space ip from the ground up software hardware integrating it into people's lives you know, we're doing some amazing stuff. And just a couple of years ago, if you'd said that, we would have probably laughed and said, oh, I don't know, because we've got to set up at the Geelong shopping center for a week or something, you know? So we, <laughs> in terms of where we were, and it's really important to remember that where we were and then to see where we are now, uh, many people, uh, you know, are really um, giving us the accolades and, and, and it's to me and it's also to the team, you know, I think we've done a good job bringing amazing people in into the fold and uh, if it wasn't for the amazing team at found space we wouldn't be where we are now i really need to acknowledge them too uh and we're all we're all doing great work and really trying to be better all the time um so yeah the the, the comments i'm getting back are hey whatever you're doing keep keep doing it you know and, and are you allowing that to flow or are you sort of you know in the traditional sense as australians we sort of get in the way of that and, oh, no, no, i've got to get back to work and i've got to get back to the you know the fighting of the next challenge so are you allowing are you allowing the 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 appreciation and the celebration in fairness of of where you are right now are you allowing that to flow through or how do you how do you because again this is something that i on a personal level have constantly had to deal with and obviously we had our recent charity gala event where all the awards were uh, presented and the stuff we did for philanthropy and, and what have you and, and the overwhelm of appreciation was something that I, I'm not sure I was ready for until my mentors and closest rallied around me and said well mate buddy just let it soak in allow that to flow through because it's important as it relates to your mindset around abundance so that's given a place to play. So for you, Alex, how do you how do you embrace the accolade and or the overwhelm of appreciation of leading the way here with found space and 20 um 20 families as it relates to job security and many more coming and thousands of customers throughout us, you know, the region being um, at the forefront of greater health and well-being as a result of your vision. That's a great question. I think that there's a balance, Stefan, between, you know, 
immediately saying, oh, no, 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 no. Let's not accept any of that. We've got, we've got more things to do. We're working on this. We've got to do, you know, like, I don't think that's the right path forward. However, at the same time, um, I think it would be detrimental if we just sat back on our laurels and said, oh, you know what? We're, we're pretty fucking good. You know, like we've got a great product. We've got a great team. Cool. All right. Let's just keep doing that. I think that would also be detrimental. So I think I think there's a balance. I think in the in the moment, it's really important to 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 soak it up, let it flow, as you say, and just enjoy it and and take a moment. Uh, as a dear friend said to me this morning, to put your hand in the air, bend the elbow, and pat yourself on the back, right, and say, you know what? Yeah, we've done pretty well. You know, this has been successful, whatever that might be in the moment, depending on what you're working on. I think that's really important. Uh, and then having a grounded approach to coming back and saying, well, we didn't get here because we were lucky. We got here because of the great work that we did and and the energy and, and our approach. And so let's keep that. Let's continue the way that we work and our approach um, because, you know, that's that's what got us here, you know? So I, I think there's a balance. I don't think you want to rest on your laurels too much. And I, I also don't think that you want to not accept it at all because, what's the point in working so hard if we can't enjoy those moments when they come and they come uh and, but yeah just just keeping the approach the same and not getting ahead of yourselves and i can certainly talk from experience i think coming into the year um the calendar year of 2020 um we thought we were pretty good and the universe hit us over the face a few times this year uh and that's been really healthy for us so keeping your feet on the ground when the success has come but enjoying all the acknowledgement as they come as well. Um, in some ways, you could say it's probably a bit of an art to getting that right, to, to keep yourself heading in the right direction. Totally, uh, totally agree with that. And, and hence why Business Benchmark, we're constantly referencing the uh, the review, reflect, and always reset. You know, review, okay, what's working, what's not working? Reflect, what can we do about that and or continue with that? And there, thereafter is the feet on the ground, reset. And, and it's a constant, right? This is a it's it's a constant, and it's a yellow brick road, and we're all on it at various um, at various stages. So, what does success look like for you now? So, when you think about the next 100, 200, 300 weeks, when you think about the next fifty, one hundred weeks, what does resonate as it relates to success? What does it mean for you, Alex? <laughs> Such a good question. Uh, if you'll indulge me in a very quick story, uh, recently, or well, I'm about to have a baby in like a week, who knows? Kristen wow. Walk, that's phenomenal. Walk through, yeah. She might walk through the door in a minute and say that, you know, it's happening. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and part of that, uh, we, we do things a little differently up here in our life. And, and part of that, we, we did a, a rite of passage ceremony. Uh, we, well, I have friends that work in this space and they look across the world at ancient cultures and civilizations and say, how did they create rites of passage for, for men and women into adulthood or into fatherhood or, or um, being, being a mum? And so I had this day where uh, I got taken out and put through these various physical tests and mental tests. It was all very met metaphorical to prepare me for being a father. And as we were hiking a mountain, I had like 40 kilos of stones in a backpack. It was very challenging. We're hiking this mountain and I had to pose a, a question to my fellow men that I was with on the day. And my question was, what does success mean to you? 
right? And I asked that question because for so long, Stefan, all success meant for me was being financially free, right? That was it. And one day I asked my partner, who is great at giving me a different look on things. And I said, Kristen, how do you know if you've been successful? She said, well, I'm happy. And it really hit me, you know, this was a few years ago and it really hit me because in that moment I was like, I honestly, for me, it was just being financially successful and having an amazing business and whatnot. Um, and my approach has kind of changed now. And, and to answer your question, the reason I share that is because now for me, it's around fulfillment, right? What does success look like for me? It's being fulfilled. And what is going to leave me fulfilled over the next six to 12 months is for us, we're deep in some product developments at the moment. Um, product developments, which will really um, differentiate ourselves in the industry and show the world that we're not a sauna company. We're a company that helps elevate your physiology. And we do that through various physical products and then also services that we offer. And the reason that'll give me fulfillment is I think business can kind of be likened to a symphony sometimes, right? you got to get this, the brass playing with the strings and the strings and then the drums coming in. And when you bring it all together as a conductor, you create a symphony and people enjoy this beautiful music. And we had a symphony and then the symphony changed as we grew, right? And we kind of fell out of tune, if you will, at times over the last 12 months. And what we're about to come into is a new set of products and a new offering that is so, so different in the industry that'll really revolutionize the, the, not just the sauna space, but the health and wellness product space. And so for me, my fulfillment over the next six to 12 months is going to come from when we launch these products and we start to see people ultimately benefiting, achieving high levels of health due to what we've been working so bloody hard on in the background to finally get that out there will be really fulfilling and to see how it affects the team internally by the effect that we have on people and then also see how it affects ultimately our clients and the people who put our products into their businesses to say, wow, what you guys have been doing is amazing. That's going to leave me really fulfilled and, and know that what we've been working so tirelessly on in the background is really going to help people. That's what successful looks like. And, and, and yes, that will result in increased revenue and market share and these kind of things. Great. Sure. But for me, it's like seeing that this thing, which started out as, you know, just a few conversations literally years ago now um, to bring that out there, that'll be really fulfilling. And, and then on top of that, it's, you know, that's kind of one to many, but then one to one, you know, every couple of weeks, I get the opportunity to talk to one of our amazing clients and they just talk about how, wow, like what you guys are doing is really great. Or, you know, you released this podcast recently and I really resonated with that episode. Or I listened to this video that you did and I've now changed something. I'm feeling better. That to me is just as fulfilling as, you know, opening in another country or releasing a new product. So for me, it's about fulfillment. And I find that through those various means that I just shared. That, that, that's really cool. And we're speaking to Alex Tyson, uh, CEO of Found Space, uh, the year four board program, business of the year 2022 at Business Benchmark Group. And uh, I guess what you just shared just there as it relates to what the success look like, you totally align that, Alex, which I think is, a, again, a sign of maturity right against your impact statement, right? The impact that we make. You know, people will always remember you, not for what you did, but how you made them feel. And I think there's more for many of us to be turning our attention into how do we make people feel as it relates to what we chose to be our place of service, our place of business. 
I think there's something very powerful and profound in what you just shared as it relates to what the success looked like for you now. In saying that, do you have specific goals to reach in the next 12 months? You know, you're launching these new products. You've obviously opened New Zealand in recent times and you've got team that, again, the human capital investment in your business is continuing to grow. So it's not just about Alex anymore. It's truly about a team moving in one direction. Um, what does, again, as it relates to some specific goals in the next 12 months, whether they're, they're numbers or their outcomes, um, a, a, a successful launch of your products is definitely one of those. You just mentioned on that. But is, there, but is there anything that we could add to specific goals or outcomes in the financial year of 2023 or maybe the next two years as it relates to going forward? Yeah, definitely. There's a couple of key product releases, uh, which will be, found space IP from the ground up, really exciting stuff. Um, really, really game changer in the market. Uh, once those are out there, uh, it'll be to just, to just deliver, sell, deliver, sell, deliver. And um, ultimately what we want to do is, is, is build capital. Um, our focus is still to open in the States. Uh, I don't think that'll be in the 23 financial year, but probably in the 24 financial year. As in um, USA? Yeah, USA. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, not not the the northern states of Australia. Um, thanks for that. Uh, yeah, so open in the USA um, most definitely is our focus. Um, long term, longer term, I should say, um, than the next six to twelve months. Once these products are out there, um, it will be about um, building capital. We also, additionally to that, as I mentioned, are opening our found space boutique in Paran in Melbourne. Uh, and part of that, uh, you can book in to have a found space experience with our products and get an idea of the kind of lifestyle that we create for people in terms of sauna, in terms of ice bath, in terms of mindset. Um, so that'll be really exciting. People will be able to come in and, and, and book in and, and use our, our products and, and get a taste of what it's like. Um, and that'll be really state-of-the-art uh, experience for people. So that's also on the list over the next, that'll be in April next year. Mate, amazing. Just so good to, again, just be on the yellow brick road that's getting clearer and clearer. And there's, you know, there's not just like a, I just turn up and it happens step. And there's a, there's a journey and a constant um, evolution for who we are and what we do and, and how we do it is, 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 is what I hear in that. Um, can you share any of our specific tools that you have found valuable, whether it's the talent map and the continuously refresh as it relates to who does what by when and how we're elevating people's ability to contribute internally to absolutely make those externally be, you know, on the best journey ever in being customers of uh, found space. Whether it's the, again, the, the monthly um, reports that give us insight and understanding of trending and tracking, whether it's the, uh, again, the, the the not so used when you're in year four and year five. However, it's there and needed every so often in terms of the client success support team here at Business Benchmark Group. How have you utilised some of the, again, the accountability frameworks that we have here, the board reports that you are absolutely in, um, in position of writing every month right now? How have you utilised those specific tools to ensure that you have the accountability, the accountability frameworks to keep you on track and moving this amazing story found space in the right direction. Yeah, there's a lot. The The cash flow forecast is a, a really big tool that um, really changed what we did. The default diary, um, getting that kind of baked into how I go about my work is really, really 
um, game changer. Uh, even the um, the like break even with a minimum profit calculator is probably another name for it. But um, I, I reference that tool regularly, especially over the last twelve months as the market changed, and you know I needed to understand all my options uh, as a bit of uh, defense. There it was really really good. Um, the accountability from you guys is uh, always really great. Uh, I'm really big advocate for accountability, especially when we're trying to build and grow business. I think it's really important and easy to be missed. And what else? Yeah, the the board reports are, are really great because it it gives you a time to reflect just on the previous 30 days, but naturally you, you kind of see the progression happening if you go back and, and read them. And that's also something we've built into our business now um, with the key key leadership team um, doing a report every month as well. And it just gives us a moment to, to pause, reflect and reset, as you said earlier. So um, that's been been really, really handy as well. I'd say though, those are probably my the key things. And when you think about where you're at now, because you've had a stable group coming through the last three to four, five years, and you're, as we know, you're part of a very high-performing group of business owners in your actual board uh, board group. And um, what what parts of that program, when you reflect on where you are today within that group of amazing human beings leading amazing businesses, what aspects of that program now in year four, heading into year five, do you love the most? It's kind of like therapy. Oftentimes the business owner journey is quite a lonely one. And to be in a space with other business owners who are going through the same challenges that you are or have been through what you're going through and can offer some some insight if if you ask for it is really, really nice. Real, I, I value that a lot uh, as we go through this journey, just being in the space with other people doing the same thing. I think uh, is yeah really really needed. I could have it twice a month to be honest. Once a month, once a month's good. <laughs> yeah, no, it's amazing. And again, just just being in a place of you know no ego, no judgment. Here we are, raw and obviously in year four, year five, the giving and the uh, the 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 vulnerability piece is truly playing out in different ways than what it would have in year one. Okay. But um, it, it is a phenomenal. It is a phenomenal journey, and on my personal, in my personal experience, having you know been and continue to be part of those groups myself, is a uh, uh, it's a game changer. There's no doubt about that. But I'm going to ask you a few questions. I'm going to I'm going to ask the question and or make the statement, and you're going to fill the blank, right? So over the next couple of minutes, let, let's let's have a go at this. Are you good with that? I'm good. Let's go. Excellent. So business benchmark group helped me create an amazing business. How are you feeling now compared to how you were feeling 12 months ago? More settled. How has Business Benchmark Group helped you and your business so far? uh, Put systems in place, understand the numbers, give me confidence in, in running the business and helped break through my own ceilings and areas that I needed to work on. When we reflect on our award winners, one similar trait is that you do the work. Can you walk us through your typical day and expand on how you push through when the days are crazy busy? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Um, my my day typically looks like I'm getting up between 5.30 and 6. I meditate 
for 10 minutes as a minimum. Uh, I do some other kind of health protocols. Then I get physical. I'm going for a surf. I'm going for a mountain bike ride. I'm going for a run or I'm getting out in the garden. Then I start work between 8, 8.30. Uh, I've typically got my important meetings in the morning. Uh, and then in the afternoon, it's kind of into the default diary. What am I working on to move the needle? Uh, and then in the evening, I kind of check out five, six o'clock, depending on the day, and then do my whole kind of evening health routines for a good sleep. Uh, what was the other part of that question? When you have days that are crazy busy, mate. Uh, uh, yeah, well. No, you're, on, you're, on, you're on point. You're on point. You're not. Cool. So, mate, well done. I love that. What do you think it takes to succeed in business? Uh, it takes a belief, belief in yourself, belief in your team, belief in the vision. Uh, your previous question was about hard work. Yeah, you got to do that. <laughs> um, and yeah, just being focused, you know, belief and focus, knowing, knowing what you're really doing is actually going to end in the result that you need. Um, those would probably be my my high things, and, and and of course, just look after yourself. <laughs> Prioritize your own health. Uh, if you do that, you'll 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 do better work. Uh, you'll run better teams. Uh, you'll 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 be sharper and and uh, more alert, better at solving problems. Yeah. Sage advice. Have you found a special place for your award trophy? <laughs> Uh, not yet. Uh, I've been advised I need to build a nice shelf for it. I just haven't had the time. It's currently on the bookshelf, sitting pretty. I, I love the future pacing on on the shelf piece. There's more coming. <laughs> Steph, I, 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 I need a shelf for what's coming, mate. Now I love that. Well done, buddy. Uh, what is your overall assessment with your time with Business Benchmark Group to date? Uh, just invaluable. It, it, it really is. Uh, everything that you guys do is really on point your insights into business is just super, super valuable. Uh, and yeah, I just, yeah, I'm looking forward to all the years to come. You know, I, I know that you guys are going to be part of the journey um, as we grow into other countries and become a global business and offer more value. And um, even at that point, I know that you, you'll have really valuable insights to what we're doing. So um, yeah, I love working with you guys and, and you directly. It's, it's been really fun and there's a lot more fun to come. What does a business benchmark group award winner do with his free time? <laughs> uh, I've kind of touched on it. I, I, yeah, I look after myself at the moment. I'm spending a lot of time in the garden with a real focus to getting our food production happening. It's a real uh, something that gets me excited at the moment. So I'm spending time in the garden. I'm spending time being physical and I'm about to have a baby. So I've been spending a lot of time with Kristen just uh, nesting together and, uh, enjoying these these times in our life right now. That's so cool. Love that. And final uh, question here. Do you have any advice for future business owners joining the Business Benchmark Group programs? <laughs> Get out of your own way. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say that. <laughs> Alex, it's been a pleasure. I mean, you know, it's, um, it's no two ways about it. You know, working with mum and dad many, many years ago and always noticing you in the room in the back corner there when you'd come home from school and and there you were right you know you were just paying attention to what mum and dad were doing and no surprises you know five years ago when we had that chance meeting and the business you know again it wasn't broken but it was a far cry from what it is today and testament to your work and your continued ethos of better 
How do we do and be better? How do we be and do better? And therefore, where you are right now with such a an outlook that's always about the upwards and onwards and truly being feet on the ground for dealing with, you know, the opportunities and the challenges. They're the same. There's no, do I need more efforts into opportunities? Do I need more effort into challenges? No, it's the same. And, um, you know, it's a privilege to have, you know, um, you and, and and the business and and testament to, uh, you know, your ethos and what you're currently leading, just building a true great Australian story in business. Well done, mate. Thank you so much, mate. And thank you for everything. Wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. Really grateful. Appreciate you, Alex. And um, in many more ways than you know, thank you so much. Been an awesome conversation with Alex Tyson, CEO of Foundspace, winner of the 2022 Board Year 4 Program Business of the Year. Thank you so much.